you walk into the tavern. In front of you, you find a lusty barmaid that you think you might have a chance with. Roll me a charisma check, Dylan. Yeah. Uh, 17. Oh! She turns around, and then you notice she's really a he. She's a really big, lusty, half-orc, half- Ogre. She really wants to jump your bones <laughs> a now. A horger, as you will. A hoger. Hogar. Welcome to Charisma Check, you gate. I'm putting a stop to this, Barton. No. <laughs> Fine. So this episode is going to be a Charisma Check where we talk about whatever the hell we want. Because, I don't know, research is hard. I'm Dylan. I'm Zach. I'm Biddlebees. All right, good enough. Um, so who wants to start us off this week? I don't know. Bartlett was doing some softcore erotica, so I figured he could go. <laughs> <laughs> well, since Zach's got us on the topic of softcore erotica, oh have you ever walked into a bar and found yourself a surprisingly cute goblin? Uh, no. The answer is probably no. Goblins are weird. Goblins are weird. I would know, being one. Uh, yeah. No, Cabo, back to the yeah, corner I, with you. No. I, I guess <laughs> goblins are weird. I mean, uh, we have one in our party, and he made us all sign a contract. Um, I forged a signature on one of those, but we haven't resolved that yet. Yeah, and also decided to eat through a door. Yeah, he did straight up eat a door. <laughs> which is, like, the best way he could have gotten through it. Yeah, goblins are weird. Oh. I'm just going to reiterate that. Goblins are really I'm weird. adding to the conversation. I like pickles a lot, I hear. Right, so, I feel like telling the story of uh, that little Sea of Thieves venture we had the other night, wherein we ended off in the Red Sea, would be an interesting story. Because it really kind of encapsulates the mentality of who we are, especially when Paul is involved. <laughs> because... There's that stubbornness that our group has that is just because we lost doesn't mean you won. I'm interested in what your version <laughs> of this story is because I I definitely remember it a way that I don't think everybody else does. It kind of feels like the game of telephone, and so I want you to tell your story, and then I, I might make some uh, uh, Zach not Snyder cuts. <laughs> I am Zach anti Snyder. <laughs> And where I to collide with Zack Schneider, we would annihilate in a glorious explosion. That's right. Um, I hear he makes great pretzels. Fucking. So I I actually think it was your first time playing Sea of Thieves, Mr. Zack. Yes. So many shenanigans were had, as, as is wanted to do in Sea of Thieves. But it was like, it was pretty much the end of our night. We were... We had a flag we were going to turn in to the Reaper's Bones, and on the way there, we got attacked by a Megalodon. And we knew that there was a sloop at the island, but we were like, eh, I don't know, I'm kind of hoping they're going to like trail off and go somewhere else before we get there. And the Megalodon definitely stopped us, and we did manage to kill that Megalodon. But it was like, as soon as the thing went down, we kind of looked up, and there was this sloop like barreling in towards us. They were like, ah, hell. 
So we had to leave the treasure behind. I don't think anyone ended up getting any of that. Uh, so they were I mean, we definitely didn't see it. A bunch of treasure left over. But, you know, it, it is important to note that um, there is a faction that heavily yep. resolves, revolves around PvP. And if you fly their flag, you show up on the map as one of those people. And, and normally you can't see anybody else on the map. And we saw them. So we kind of figured that they knew what they were doing. And so we exercised a lot more caution when dealing with those that particular group of players. Yeah, and to their credit, they were just better at naval combat than us. Like when when it came to being on the cannons and sailing in circles and performing maneuvers, they pretty much had us beat. Like we we pulled a few tricky things where we started sailing around one island and like any time we broke sight with them, like broke line of sight, like we knew that they were going to catch up to us, of course, because we'd have to sail into the wind constantly. But we ended up pulling a lot of anchor turns and getting off a few salvos. But they would almost certainly give as good as they got. Yeah, I uh, so, I thought back on that, you know, kind of that night, next day. And, and I realized that, you know, being new to it, I was just getting the hang of cannons. And so I was just trying to hit their ship. Uh, and the, the first kind of uh, interaction with doing that were the ghost ships. And you just have to hit the ghost ships. It doesn't matter where you hit them. Uh, but but I realized in retrospect that, yeah, I was just pelting their 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 top deck and uh, needed to go lower. <laughs> so we probably could have uh, done a little better if we were hitting their critical points. Yeah, mayhaps. I, I mean, in fairness, you've pretty much got those cannons on lock. Like, you were, you took to those like a fish to water. Like, I, I cannot land some of those shots that you make. And I've been playing that game for a long time. I liked so, archery in Oblivion. It was wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. We, we ended up just kind of fucking around. They must have chased us for at least 30 minutes. Yeah. And it was, like, we would put some distance between us and them every now and then. We did have a big uh, uh, Dylan made an oopsie moment where I was like, all right. I'm going to jump off the ship and try and keep them from repairing. And I, I did manage to get on board their ship, and I gave them a little bit of a, a, a slap to the cheek. But I guess no one knew I was going to jump off the ship, and I just kind of left the ship sailing straight towards a rock that it just careened straight into. And we ended up getting stuck against it, and we took a whole bunch of holes whenever they blasted us. Um, but we, we somehow survived that, exactly. too. Exactly, did an anchor drop. And we just, uh, curse cannonball. Yeah. Yeah, and that was what really put the most distance between us and them is whenever you landed that ball. That cannonball really got us the, uh, we're just going to sail away. But it got to a point where we realized we weren't really going to lose them. Like, they were just going to chase us to the ends of the earth. And so they did. <laughs> like, Paul eventually was like, screw it. Let's all just rush towards them and start rushing their ladders. They can't kill us all. We're just going to screw with them. And to their credit, they were really good at that, too. Like, I ended up getting on, and I think I killed one of them, but um, they did kill us still. So I missed entirely. I mean, they were they were just good at what they were doing. Like, they've clearly been at it a while to be able to give us that much hell. But whenever we finally got back to our own ship, um, I saw that they had, like, anchored... And I was like, why aren't they sailing after us? And then I looked forward again, and I saw the skies and the water turn red, and I was like, oh, that's why. We sailed off the map. We're in the Red Sea, guys. And, of course, Zach being your first time, you're like, what does that mean? And I was like, it means we got about five seconds to turn this fat motherfucker around or the ship sinks. So that is where I would have made the Zach not Snyder cut. Um, so 
so the way that you portrayed that story and the way that we kind of have been uh regaling in it is that it's like oh yeah we we just went to the red sea and we took it off that is not what happened we go oh crap we're in the red sea and it's like well screw it we don't have anything like whatever <laughs> yeah it was definitely like an oh shit moment for us like oops we got about five seconds to turn this motherfucker and paul was just like fuck it what better way for us <laughs> yeah. to go down what better way for us to end this the, yeah because the only thing that they could have gotten were the flag that we were going to go turn in, which was like a level one whatever, so it was puny, and then ours, which we had a little bit of, of rank up or whatever, but but yeah, we had nothing else. We were just, we were doing it for fun. I mean, we just had the supplies, and we were just running. That's it. Yeah, we, we were just screwing with them, and I, they chased us in. They chased us in to the your ship is going to sink if you come here waters and so we just we all lost everything and again we didn't have anything to lose and i guess they had already turned in their stuff too because they, i mean fuck it they followed us oh, they out. were they were at the 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 reaper's outpost or whatever it was i mean we saw that on the map so we knew that they had at least touched down uh or gotten on land so if, if they had anything i assume they had turned it in but that that's definitely our like yeah fuck it we may we might lose but that doesn't mean you win like fuck yeah, it yeah my favorite line is hey everybody get your instruments out so we can get the achievement <laughs> that, was, that was the good one <laughs> oh my favorite line of last night is oh let's vote to lock Dara in the brig so he can be in the ship when it burns <laughs> and then he logged out but yeah <laughs> it was still a fun time. Fuck you, I can't be in the brig if I'm dead. <laughs> I mean, fair. I will right. say, Bartlett, you need to be better on your code words. Like, if you want to burn down the ship, just say, hey, can I burn down the ship now? Because last night you're like, is this voyage over? And I thought you were saying, like, hey, is everybody going to sleep? And so I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm getting ready to bounce out. And you're like, cool, blowing the ship up. And it's like, nah, dude, we have 20 <laughs> chests left on this bad boy we got to offload. <laughs> That's fine. We got everything off. <laughs> I guess. Oh, I think we've killed our we've killed each other more than any other single player has managed. To yeah, kill there's us. no I think or I believe we've done that. I mean, that's yeah, that tracks. That's hundred percent. Oh, oh, let, let's 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 tell this fanciful little tale. Uh, this this happened a year and a half, maybe two years ago now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> me and Paul and Bartlett used to play Sea of Thieves a whole bunch, a whole bunch. Together. So I, w- I want to go ahead and, and interject here for a second and say that um, the best part of all of this is that I wasn't a, I was a member of the Discord in which you were discussing things, but I was not an active member. I was like, uh, I don't know if I was in college or maybe I was just working or something, but we weren't really interacting um, at all. But I saw this conversation that you were about to discuss, and then I got to see how it all panned out later on. But continue. So, Paul and Bartlett like to play this game when we're in Sea of Thieves together called How Mad Can Dylan Get? (laughs) And the answer is very. But the two of them, especially when they're together, just love to dick with me. And I, I've come to accept it for the most part. Like, oh, all right, haha, we're having our funsies, and we'll just like kind of have it out. We'll have our giggles, and then we'll get back to what we're doing. But there was just one day we were playing, and Paul and Bartley were really pushing my buttons. It was a whole lot of like they're raising the anchor when it doesn't need to be raised. Uh, 
leaving us dead in the water when we we're trying to get somewhere, just like f- throwing cannonballs and shit. Like they were just, they were being a, a, a real barrel, a barrel full of monkeys. They they were up to some shenanigans, and I was getting pretty salty. And so we, we started taking on one of the skeleton strongholds, and there was another ship alongside us and we kind of like approached them with due caution we were like hey you guys are gonna be cool we're gonna do this together and split the loot like what's gonna happen they're like yeah we're, we're fine we just want to do this we honestly don't even want the treasure so we're like all right cool so we'll just help you get this stuff done we'll load up what we can and we'll move on and at one point i remember dying and respawning back on the ship and the ship is just spinning in place, just rotating in circles. And I know, I know we anchored. I know we anchored that ship, so it should not have been rotating. I was like, hey guys, why is the ship spinning? And they're like, I don't know. And Paul's like, I don't know why the ship's spinning. So I was like, who else was over here? Like, who could have raised the anchor? And I, I had not seen anybody on our ship. I had not seen anybody come over. And Paul was like, well, I've been the only one on the ship, but... I didn't raise the anchor, and I know none of them came on because I didn't see them come over. So I don't know why the anchor's raised. And I was like, well, Paul, if you've been the only one on the ship, you're the only one who could have raised the anchor. He says, well, I'm telling you I didn't. I was like, Paul, you're the only one who's been on the ship. Who else could have raised the anchor? And so we kind of got into this back and forth about it. And, you know, Paul got a little upset uh, saying, like, I was basically calling him a liar, even though, like, that was just the evidence that I had at the time, was that the only person who could have raised that anchor was Paul. I um, liked, and at the time, that I saw in the Discord, it's like, our friendship means more than this. I'm like, whoo, I wonder what's going on there. Uh, <laughs> and then I let it just stay for like a year or two or however long it was. So continue, Dylan. <laughs> so it gets to a point where I was like, I just know, now that Paul's mad, he's just going to put an explosive barrel on the ship. That's what's going to happen. He's going to blow the ship up, and we're going to lose all this loot. And sure enough, I saw Paul just padding towards the ship with an explosive barrel. And at that point, I had had enough. And I was like, fuck it. So I just I saw him get on the ship with the barrel. He was about to light it, and I shot it in his hand and blew it myself just to make sure that he would die with it. I was like, cool, good job, guys. And then just kind of logged off. And the next day, I made a meme. And I didn't actually mean to be like, you know, I didn't want to stir the pot with this. It was just a meme. It was that uh, who killed Hannibal meme where um, Eric Andre shoots Hannibal and says, who could have done this? Uh, And it was Paul shooting the ship. And he said, why would Dylan do this? And then Paul just loses his fucking mind. Paul is just like, no, no, this bullshit. You are not going to call me a liar. We kind of got into a back and forth, and I was literally just like, I was just making a meme. I don't know why you're so mad. And it got to a point where, yeah, like, Paul was like, yeah, our friendship is worth more than this. And he brought me lunch that day, and we just kind of chatted it out. And we're like, all right, whatever, man. Like, I'm sorry I upset you. I didn't mean to do that. And things just went on as normal. And then I was just kind of telling the story again just a couple months ago. And this is, like, after Zach has, you know, come back into the fold. Because, you know, me and you have known each other, like, almost all of our lives at this point. And uh, you're just hanging out with us. And I'm telling the story. And I'm, like, and to this day, I just, like, I have no idea who could have fucking raised that anchor. Like, I'm still just confused because I don't know who could have done it. But Paul and Bartlett was just, like, oh, I did that. And I was, like, Bartlett! (laughs) You motherfucker! (laughs) It's been, like, a year! That's Bartlett. Da-doo-doo. <laughs> it's 
just it's such a you thing to do too <laughs> i couldn't have held it for that long like i mean i can't i, I would have been like ha 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 and then i would have had to have like explained that it's uh something to behold that you're able to keep that secret for like a year and then just nonchalantly just be like yeah it's me it's whatever it's not a big deal because Bartlett's like fucking Heath Ledger's the Joker. He just wants to watch the world burn. He doesn't care about who gets hurt in the that's process. That's true. And He's just going to set this bitch that's on true, fire. That's true, and he also owed you some payback for the baboon thing. So, you know, it's whatever. Uh, orangutan, thank you. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> that wasn't in the bedroom. That was in the living room. <laughs> and frankly, I think the embarrassment of having upwards of nine people see that at once was plenty. Is this is this a topic <laughs> that can be discussed? I've told the story uh, on the on the show before. Uh, okay. It's fucking it'll never hilarious. not be funny. Though. It's absolutely funny. <laughs> Like, even I have to recognize, like, uh, all right, there it is. That's just happened, and there's nothing I can do about it. May as well laugh yeah, about the, it. The, again, not hanging out, not there, wasn't there, wish I was so badly. But my the, th- <laughs> the thing that makes it so funny to me is that the way that that story gets told is it's like, yeah, I had known Bartlett uh, from a couple of sessions and was like, hey, would you like to try VR? And then it's just like, let's beam uh, porn-adjacent material into your eyes so that you can't escape and see what happens. Because it had been, what, three weeks, Bartlett? We had barely yeah. met. <laughs> it's like, here's my nude form <laughs> right into your eyeballs. <laughs> To be fair, we did work together for a time. Yeah, we would chat every in different then. departments. We didn't see each other a whole lot. I, I think that makes it, it honestly worse, amuses me. Uh, if I'm being honest, well, like here's the thing: one of the first conversations me and Bartlett had is like we were just going back and forth about magic missiles and about whether or not they could or could not hit something. Um, just based on like the actual spell description, and it was just kind of like we we had barely met, we barely knew each other. We were just kind of like shooting the shit, just chatting back and forth one day at work, and it was just a nothing throwaway conversation that us nerds were having. And then I got fired from Kroger, and then I didn't see him again for months until Paul was like, "Hey, uh, I have a friend who wants to sit in for the Starfinder session we're about to do. So uh, he's interested. He wants to see if this is something he wants to do." And if he can join the group. And I was like, all right, having a sit-in is fine. And then I got back home to the apartment and came in. And I was like, it's you. <laughs> and they were like, oh, hi. And Paul was like, oh, wait, you two know each other? And I was like, yeah, we used to work together. And you made a witch weird character who is explicitly a character that can catch and throw back magic missiles. And I was like, this motherfucker, like, he, there is no way he doesn't remember that conversation and he's doing this to fuck with me. And you you didn't, apparently. It was just <laughs> something that ended up happening. Natural chaos. But it was just, like, it was such a weird serendipitous situation because I, I also was just kind of like, eh, I don't know if I want another member of the group. And I guess if he's just sitting in, it's fine. We'll see how he interacts. But then I get there, and you're just making a character sheet like you're already. And I was like, oh, okay, I guess he's just in now. And, I, and I'm glad you are. I'm glad that that's the way that that panned out. But it was like, whoa, <laughs> this just got taken entirely out of my hands. That's Bartlett. 
the intention there was to just sit in and watch you guys. And I think Paul was like, yeah, just make up a character. Okay, why not? And, and now we're on a podcast together. Yay. <laughs> Our lives go in places. I like hearing the stories of how everybody's oh, connected. Yeah. Mine is that I made fun of Dylan in high school, and then I found out that our moms worked together, and I'm like, cool, so let's stop doing what we were doing before. It's very boring. There was no magic missiles. It was just me being an well, asshole. It was before high school, even. Well, it was, it was school. like fucking... I th- yeah, we... Yeah, I, th- I think it was like either 6th or 7th grade, because I, I didn't talk to you much until you were in the desk behind me in like a Spanish class In the or Spanish something. trailer, yeah. Yeah, in one of those temporary buildings that's absolutely permanent in a public it is school. A shed. Yep, that's it. It's the one. Uh, and that's how we became buds. And we were like fucking attached at the hip for a long yep, time. I stabbed you in high school, and the teacher yelled at you. Um, that one was interesting. Oh fuck her! Fuck Miss Munzee. She can burn in hell. You shouldn't use names, but you know, hey, <laughs> you should. Hey, uh, Miss Munzee, go fuck yourself. <laughs> you should. Uh, you should use the Game Grumps quack. <laughs> I, I, mm, there's probably a lot of Miss Munzees in the world. Doesn't matter. Um, here, here's one. Be funny of the, if she tunes. <laughs> she's one of you. like, I really like this Dylan character, and she's like, Oh no, oh, no, I hate him. Still, <laughs> crap. I take my views back. My opinion has been changed based solely on this. Um, one of my favorites. Of just kind of like this serendipitous, like, why, holy fuck, situations between me and some of my friends is my cousin, Logan. So, he he is my cousin through marriage. He is related to Dave's family. Um, so, I remember um, not long after mom and Dave got married, there was some family function going on. Uh, and we were just, like, heading out to Dave's sister's place. We were just kind of, like, hanging out, you know, talking to the family, chatting, you know, having a good time. Uh, and I walk in, and I see this guy sitting on the couch, and I'm like, do I know him? He looks very familiar. But I kind of thought I didn't. And I, I couldn't be 100% sure it was the same dude. So I just didn't say anything, just hung out for a long time. Uh... And uh, Dave's nephew, Justin, you know, he's kind of a gaming kid, kind of not. And he was, like, having some trouble with, like, a Kingdom Hearts game or something. So me and this other guy go in to, like, help him out. And we're just, like, playing games and shooting the shit. And he introduces himself as Logan. I introduced myself as Dylan, of course. And I was like, his name is Logan. I'm, like, 80% sure this is the same dude. And he goes... You remind me of this guy that I met at Ray's birthday party a few years back. And I was like, it is you, you fucking Logan. It's me, Dylan. And we had hung out at our mutual friend, Raynal's birthday party. And we kind of got on real well there. And we talked on and off for like a couple months after that party. But then we just kind of fell out of contact. But then me and him are like talking and getting to know each other. And we're having a good time. And, uh, you know, realize he's my cousin now through this marriage. And, uh we kind of had this moment where like we went out and uh, we're like, Hey, so we found out we actually know each other because you know, we hung out at this birthday party a while back and we were friends for a little while. We kind of fell out of contact and mom just kind of looks at me deadpan and goes, uh, no, you two have known each other since you were babies. And I was like, <laughs> that's awesome. What? <laughs> and she's like, uh, yeah, 
Mike, your uh, or my ex-husband, your stepdad, and I was like, yeah, and it's like, yeah, when he worked at the radio station, uh, his dad also worked there, and you two would like play together when you were real little, and I was like, what the hell? <laughs> like, are we just destined to be besties? It's, What's it's happening? I mean, you know, it's it's the thing. I guess like Owensboro, I it feels like a small town, and we're like technically the third largest city in Kentucky. Do you think Logan's hot? And it feels like a nowhere. What's that? Do you think Logan's hot? I mean, yeah, but that's not okay. Really I'm just you know cousins in Kentucky. Anyway, whatever. Do you ever take a prostate? Only once. I'm gonna give another boring story. The Good. reason, uh, well, I don't want to say the reason. Like you know, there's an infinite number of other ways that it could come to pass. But uh, Paul rode the bus with me, and we <laughs> became friends, and then that's how that thread got so. <laughs> so, <laughs> woohoo! Here's Paul. I mean, it's funny. Because that's just kind of the way that Paul is. Like, Paul is really extroverted. He can really just kind of, like, make friends with anyone as long as they've got the desire to be a friend with somebody that day. Yeah. Like, he's, he's just real easy to get along with. And I remember, like, me and him were friends, you know, around in high school. And then he, he went off to college. And then he came back. And that's whenever, I don't know, I, I was, like, really, really depressed for, like, a good long while. And that's when Paul, like, really started reaching out and making an effort to try and, like, pull me out of my shell. Which... I'm fucking grateful for every day. Paul fucking probably made me the dude I am today, truth be told. Um, but he fucking really made that effort, and we just started hanging out a fuck ton and getting along real well. Like, like me and Paul, we just have, like, a certain wavelength now to a point where there was, like, a day when Paul swung by. He, he didn't have any intention to, like, hang around for a long time. He was just going to, like, pop in, uh, say, hey, Dylan, what's going on? We were just going to chat for a while, and then he was going to go about his day. And I was playing something, he walks into the bedroom, he sees me, all thoughts are annihilated from his head, and he just flaps his arms and starts calling like a crow. Just walks in the bedroom and just, oh! Oh! And I, I just started calling back, and we just fucking squawked at each other for like a solid two minutes, and we just understood that that was what we were doing right then, and that was perfectly normal for us. That was just who we were in that moment. I love you, Paul. I need there to be some like inspiring music that's posted over top of that. I think that <laughs> really helps sell it, man. <laughs> I don't know because in a vacuum, it's kind of I get it, uh, but we're in that world too, so <laughs> you know. Yeah, we're fucking weird. I like being weird. Yeah. It's good times, Bartlett. We haven't heard much from you today. Tell us a story, Bartlett. Oh no, Bartlett doesn't have many stories. He's just. Kind of there in the background. It's always been the case since high school. Just you go somewhere, Bartlett's in the background, and that's it. Tell us how you used to text pictures of black dicks to your mom. I, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that happened. What do you mean used to? Out of contact. It's perfectly fine. I feel like you should hunt her down solely to text her pictures of black dicks again. You've seen my piece of shit phone. It doesn't do multimedia things like send pictures. You borrow my phone. Or I'd send for you it. black. Or I would send you pictures of black dicks all the time, Dylan. I'm sure you would. I, since I have your phone, I don't know how it, I remember. into this you want to get, but I'm pretty sure you can do it on a computer, man. Like, I'm just saying. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's Discord. Um, 
Yeah, I know. But no, it's I mean not you can like same. It's not you quite can send the same. SMS messages. You're in the middle of a meeting or something, and you get a text alert, and you look down. Oh, it's just a big black dick. While I'm having a talk about, I don't, I don't you know, know if I want to use my skill set to help you accomplish that particular goal. But uh, again, uh, you can make SMS messages on computers and send them out. So I mean, it's a thing. Yes, I know I can make an I can use an SMS program on my laptop and send dick pics that way, but I don't want okay. to. I'm glad we got here. It's not the same. <laughs> it's not the same as if I'm sending them directly with my fingertips. If I can't find a black man downtown, he will show me his penis so as I can text it to me. Oh, mom. wait, sorry. I used the wrong um thing for you, uh, Bartlett. Uh, here, let me go back in time. Okay, Boomer. There we go. Everything is right now. <laughs> I like your time travel yeah, noise. Me too. To, to tell another tale from when me and Bartlett barely knew each other, uh, it was like, what, a month or two after we met that it was D-Sharp's birthday? So Paul took oh, a picture yeah. of your bare ass and put it in the Discord. You just fucking pulled your pants right down in the middle of my living room. And Paul took a picture of your ass to send it to D-Sharp and say happy birthday. And there was just enough nutsack poking out from between your legs to like <laughs> not necessarily be explicit, but to just let you know it was there. Just a little hello from the old balls. It's- it still got removed from the Discord because <laughs> one of the other moderators was not a fan. <laughs> this is our friend group, ladies and gentlemen. You should have sent it through text message. Be jealous all you'd like. Yeah, man. Be jealous. I, I don't know what of, but do I it. I got that. Give it time, Zach. You'll see my balls, too. Huh. I think it was Paul who was like, he he said something along the lines of like it's like weird how you know two guys have seen each other's dicks. I was like, I haven't seen your dick, Paul, and I'm a hundred percent certain you haven't seen mine unless you have something to tell me that I don't know. And he was like, Haven't we? We've known each other for like over a decade. And I was like, I cannot recall ever seeing your dick, Paul. And he was like, Dylan, I'm gonna need you to come over and show me your dick. This is unacceptable that we've known each other this long <laughs> and haven't seen each other's dick. I was like, I'm gonna not do that. I'm gonna say, stay home. I would like to rewind time. Paul made me the man I am today. <laughs> <laughs> By telling me to look at his dick. Uh, I mean, I guess he's kind of got a point, but I'm fucking like, I don't. It's not a necessity. I don't think it's a mandatory friendship requirement <laughs> to see each other's dicks at the ten year mark. Uh, I have lots of guy friends, and uh, yeah, that's not. It's not a requirement. You don't love each other the way me and Paul do. <laughs> yep. Well, that, that's over half an hour now, so I think that's probably good for this episode. Thank you, everyone, for listening to Charisma Track. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go deepen our friendship a little after this, so oh, yes. tune in next time for... Uh, we'll find our friendship no. deep in the balls. Ball slapping the, ball, fun. The balls. Oh, my God. Cut that out. Um, <laughs> 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 you'll, you'll, 
friendship deep <laughs> in the balls. Friendship deep in the sea next to our ship's carcass that Bartlett inevitably uh, makes happen. Look, when you stop and fish in an island for 30 minutes, you're asking to I get blown up. You, you might get minutes and seconds mixed up a little bit, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, social media links, facebook.com slash d20dudes, twitter.com slash d20dudes, patreon.com slash d20dudes, if you feel like supporting us. Yeah, onlyfans.com slash d20dudes, if you want that uh, VR orangutan pick. You said it was gone. If it exists (laughs) and it's on an OnlyFans, I'm in. (laughs) Look, if you want to see the bottom portion of our balls, go ahead and (laughs) tune into that OnlyFans and we'll be sure that... If with a high enough donation, we will rub the bottom of our balls against each other in picture format nope. for you. If you want to see only the bottom half inch of our dicks, the very end where it connects to the torso, <laughs> sub to that OnlyFans. $20 a month, baby. Hey, guys. I'm going back in time again. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, Zach, you don't get out of it that easily. <laughs> I do. Discord link is in the description as always. Thank you everyone for listening. And we'll catch you in the next one. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.